Hey there, friends. I'm Joe Salcihai, and my co-host, Bobby Rebell, and I recently went to a conference called PodFest. Just before the coronavirus apocalypse happened, we went to Orlando. Remember we used to get together? We actually went to some restaurants then. I went to Disney the day after. Literally, within a week, Disney was closed of the time that I went. There was hand sanitizer then all over the place. We were talking about coronavirus, but of course, uh, man, not thinking about it the way that we do today, are we? But we were asked to do two shows live, and there was one on Saturday. You may want to go back and listen to that. And we have the second one that we recorded live here. So while things have definitely changed, there's a lot in here that still applies to today. So let's go to the stage in Orlando, Florida, just over a month ago. Just when you thought they might lay low and be super nice to their customers. Oh, yeah. Wells Fargo is making a questionable move and already getting backlash. We will explain and share what our money friends had to say and so much more on this episode of Money with Friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends podcast. I am certified financial planner, Bobby Rebell, host of the Financial Grown-Up podcast, coming to you from PodFest 2020, in Orlando, Florida. Woohoo! And also live. We're in the same place, Bobby. We are. Also in Orlando for PodFest 2020. I'm Joe Salcihai from Stacking Benjamins. This is the money news show that includes commentary on recent headlines and stories with thought leaders from across the financial landscape. We break those stories down into what matters to you, our friends, and we leave you with a takeaway to make it your own. Thanks to Joust for supporting Money with Friends. Joust is the nation's only all-inclusive banking platform for the self-employed. PayArmor, Joust invoice payment guarantee product, supports the 71% of the gig economy workforce that experiences non-payment, meaning they don't get paid or they get paid late. You can sign up for Joust for free at try.joust.com forward slash MWF. Enter promo code Money with Friends and you'll get $100 in credits. That's try.joust.com slash MWF. More fun here. Yes. People thought that on Saturday, that was all they were going to get was one episode. Yes. But we're back for a bonus one. We are. So, so exciting. And talking about something super fun, Wells Fargo. Haven't they had their fame? They have. They're going way past 15 minutes, I think, with all these shenanigans. I don't think they want this 15 minutes, though, Bobby. I think I'm being very generous calling it shenanigans. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah, maybe a little. We're going to dive into that in just a second. But first, let's see which one of our friends is going to help us kick off today's show. Hey, what's good? This is Rich from Paychecks and Balances. And do you just like hanging out and chatting about the news? Well, that's why I tune in to Money with Friends. All right. This piece is written by Bruce Kelly and comes to us from Investment News. Wells Fargo Advisors is expanding the number of households that potentially could be charged an account fee of, wait for it, up to $300 annually. In the future, households with $500,000 and less in retail brokerage assets could be charged the account fee. Currently, Wells Fargo Advisor households can avoid the fee if they have $250,000 or more in retail brokerage assets. The change was discussed in a meeting with Wells Fargo Advisors branch managers at the end of February, company sources said. Not clear exactly when the change in assessing the fee will take effect. It was also not clear exactly how many more clients and households would be subject to the annual fee. The firm allows its 13,512 reps and financial advisors limited discretion in whether or not to charge the fee. 
So when I go in and beg for them not to charge me a fee. Please don't charge the <laughs> Please fee. Please don't. Everything's negotiable, my friends. Okay, let's go back to the article. There is a maximum account fee of $300 per household, and most households have multiple accounts, company sources said. On certain account types, fees are waived, including advisory and college savings plans. Quote, Wells Fargo Advisors charges annual account fees up to $300 maximum per household, spokesperson Kim Yurkovich noted in an email. The fee amounts per account will remain the same. However, the threshold amount for clients who receive an automatic waiver has shifted from $250,000 in household assets under management to $500,000. This will impact a small number of clients. Okay, end of the quote. The decision to increase the number of households subject to such a fee comes at a time when Wells Fargo Advisory is trying to shake off the reputational damage it has suffered since 2016 when its parent bank revealed bank employees had secretly created millions of unauthorized accounts in the names of customers without their consent. The bank was fined $185 million, and then CEO John Stump resigned. Myriad bank-related scandals followed, so it didn't end there, by the way. Yeah, we've talked about some of those here before, Bobby. I've talked about them on Stacking Benjamin's podcast, where we do headlines, a couple headlines over there. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand this fee because in the big scheme of things to somebody with half a million dollars in assets, another $300 is a mosquito bite. And yet. Well, no, but they're charging the people that are under 500. Right. Well, because they have to make up 185 million that they were fined, Joe. Clearly they're doing it 300 bucks at a time. Customer goodwill be darned. Can we say the other, can we say damned, damned customer goodwill be damned. But it's, it, it's, it's so amazing to me because it's like the airlines where they charge the, the baggage fee. And I just think, why not roll that into the price of the ticket, right? Why not roll another $25 in the price of the ticket? But instead you have to nickel and dime me mm-hmm. and show me that there's another little tiny fee to make me go away. I mean, we, we've done stories before that Wells Fargo was losing advisors at a slower rate than they used to lose advisors right after the scandal. And they were high-fiving themselves that they were losing advisors more slowly. And now they're going to do this? Well, I think that they're hoping that people have really short-term memories. And the truth is, a lot of people do have short-term memories when it comes to all of these various scandals with banks. Look at Robinhood, right? Yeah, people keep, they haven't really, Robinhood, which we discussed about a month ago, they haven't really lost a lot of their customers, despite having a myriad of scandals there as well. And in some ways, even worse, because, well, I don't know what's, I don't know which is worse. I don't want to quantify actually, because opening up accounts for people without them knowing is pretty bad. But Robinhood has, when people have wanted to trade, not let them trade on really big days in market volatility. So they're both really bad, but they're hoping, I guess, that people have short memories. I actually, that's what I was curious about for Instagram friends. So I'm going to bring it up a little bit early in the show. I wanted to know how much do they remember this stuff? And the truth is, I asked them, do you remember what Wells Fargo did that gave them a bad rep and that $185 million fine? How much, at least, and this is granted a select audience because it's our money friends audience. Yes. What percentage do you think actually remembered that they were like, you know, not behaving nicely? I would be so disappointed this number is not 100%. It's not 100%. It's not 100%. It's not 100%. And I have names, by the way. Maybe I don't think we'll do shout outs on the air of the names, but I know who said, but I like the honesty. So I want to support people that were honest and said they didn't remember it. But it was 84%. So 16% um, said that they, let's see, how did I phrase it? Voted for remind me. 
and tw- and uh, and the eighty four percent said unforgettable. Yeah. So eighty four percent are remembering it, but sixteen percent are kind of over it or they don't remember. They're, Wells Fargo's got to like that number, especially among money nerds like yeah. friends of ours. You know. But the timing of this is so weird. I mean, it's yeah. at the same time where all fall long. What did we talk about? Brokerage accounts. Free. Free, 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 free. Free trades. Yeah. And now we've got Wells Fargo on the other side going the other way. Like at the very least, at the very least, just do nothing. Yeah. I don't know. It's so weird. I think there's a lack of self-awareness maybe. Sometimes a lot of banks just, you know, a lot of companies, in fact, are very internally focused and yeah. they may not realize what people think of yeah. them. Which actually brings us to the other Instagram question that I asked our friends, which is basically, what do you think of when you think of Wells Fargo? And I'll let you read some of the answers that we got. Because <laughs> oh, they might not know. So maybe the folks at Wells Fargo oh. are listening. They're not going to like us very much. But um, we can read them what some of our money friends think. When you think about Wells Fargo, this is what I think. Uh, Rossi says, run in all caps, ex- exclamation point. Easy for me to say. Uh, Dinah says, I think there's like 16 U's run so (laughs) far away. The Annette says, keep looking. Jackie says wagon. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Um, Maybe hit the wagon. Oh, Oh, maybe fell off the wagon. When they hear about Wells Fargo, they think about the wagon. You know, they've got the. Okay. Well, that's good branding, I guess. They think about the logo. That's not bad. That's good. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I am the real spoon says yuck. No trust. Uh, Vincent has, uh, the, the, uh, throwing up emoji several times. Oh, I didn't know what that meant. I was trying to figure out that emoji. Yes. See, I'm learning so much today. Logan gets excited about it. He talks about the number of accounts he might have that he doesn't know about. Ooh. Like, isn't it? It's nothing it's just like, like surprise bank accounts. It's just like the holidays. You find out you have a bunch of accounts that you didn't know. Hey, look what I've got. Uh, Jackster says everything. And Ryan, I think put it best, just has the poop emoji. A little... Is that how you call it out loud? The poop emoji. The poop emoji. Okay. Thank you, Ryan. It is. This smells like. The poop um, emoji? Well, (laughs) it smells like some bean counter, right? Some bean counter said, hey, we've got this problem. We need to make a little more money. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to change this one fee from a quarter million to half a million uh, before you're exempt from it. And nobody will notice it. Well, the problem with that is they're hitting the customers that really are their future because those are the people that are building wealth. They're getting there, but they're not quite there yet. And those are the people that you want to be your best customers in the future. Those are the people you should be the nicest to in a way because they're probably on the younger side if they're under half a million. I mean, I don't know, but you know, those are people they want to grow their business with. And that just creates animosity. And there is a lot of competition out there right now. There are plenty of places that will take your investing orders where you can set up a regular brokerage firm or investing firms or college savings accounts. So there are other options out there. And the people that have the lower balances are the people that are shopping around. The people with the larger balances are probably more settled and no one's going to charge them fees if you have over whatever, a million dollars or something. Yeah. I feel like the marketing department, the marketing department here either didn't have a seat at the table or... (laughs) Or was just ignored because I can just imagine the marketing people going, "Yeah, let's not do this. Let's not do this." And the right. bean counter going, "But we have to." But there's we other have ways. To. There's Th- other there ways. Are, well, you look at Charles Schwab, right? How does Charles Schwab cut their brokerage fee to zero? Mm-hmm. They cut in other areas. You know right. that Schwab isn't losing money by cutting uh, a trading cost to zero. Right. Right. They're going to find a way to make money. I mean, yes. how old is that company? 
Yes. They've already done the math at how they're going to make that happen. So right. I don't know. Maybe there's something here we don't know. Maybe there's something we don't know, but I think that it was, but that's, you know, but if there's something we don't know, then that's part of the problem because they didn't communicate exactly. that to the yes. average consumer. So it's yes. really not relevant. If there's something we don't know, the average consumer that's starting an account that maybe finally has some money, maybe that's moving money, they're leaving a job and they've got to move money out of a 401k and they've built it up to $300,000 over however many years, yep. they're opening their first big brokerage account and they're not going to you because somebody else will do it without the fee and also may not have that baggage and that rep. Which is actually funny because in the big scheme of things, whether you get your goal or not, $300 is, nobody's going to get to retirement and go, it was that $300 fee that killed my chance of retirement. It just feels icky. It, that's exactly it. It's exactly it. It's the perception much more than the fee itself. In just a moment, Bobby and I are going to have our big takeaway from today's show. But while Bobby comes up with a way to put this together coherently and put a bow on it, I'm going to talk a little bit about our awesome sponsor, Joust. It's funny, uh, George Kurtica is one of the most brilliant people that I've met. And I'm so happy that they're a sponsor of ours because of the fact that as a person who works in the gig economy, and Bobby, I know that you join me here this product is so different than most of their competitors that I wonder why a bank like Wells Fargo wouldn't do the same thing. Big thanks to them for supporting Money with Friends. If you ever thought about starting your own business, maybe it was a side passion project, but you weren't sure where to begin, ensuring a steady income is always one of the first things you're going to think of and could be the reason why you don't eventually take the leap. Joust is the nation's only all-inclusive banking platform for the self-employed Business banking can feel complicated, but Joust makes it super easy. PayArmor is their invoice payment guarantee product. And listen to this. PayArmor supports the 71% of people in the gig economy that experiences either non-payment or slow payment. You need to go to try.joust.com forward slash MWF and you'll look up exactly how PayArmor works. It is incredible if you're self-employed. Sign up for Joust for free at try.joust.com forward slash MWF. Enter promo code MONEYWITHFRIENDS. You'll get $100 in credits. That's try.joust.com slash MWF. Well, Wells Fargo making sure they're getting paid, but maybe not. You don't get paid if your customers leave. Well, and it's funny because that was actually, I mean, to go first because that's my takeaway. You might be making $300 more on a group of people. But you're not getting paid when more people go away, Bobby. It's, you beat me to it. That was exactly my, you need to think big picture. And I think you also need to think that timing is everything. You need to know what people think about you, how they think about you. You had to have some public perception. And I feel like this is so tone deaf, it's, it's scary. Tone deaf, yeah. A yeah. little self-awareness, I think, would be good for them. Absolutely. So my takeaway is just one word. Seriously? <laughs> and I and the think, mic drop. I think that's the way to end it here at Podfest 2020. This has been so fun. A little intimidating though. Really? Yeah, for people that don't know, we're gonna take just a second longer. We're in we're in this big room. Uh nobody really is paying Nobody's attention paying to attention us. Attention to us. I Except don't think it's guy. intimidating. <laughs> and Ashley is here with us. And Ashley, our fan. Yes. <laughs> the, Ashley's our producer. <laughs> yes. Ashley takes care of everything. Uh, but there's all kinds of vendors here in the room, and people are learning how to make better podcasts. And we're seeing people, 
across the spectrum of podcasts here. Yes. It's very exciting. We had some new publicity shots just taken. That was fun. We got to hang out as a team. We're a virtual team. We got to hang out last night at uh, Disney Springs. Went to you Joe's guys were favorite nice place and, to eat. You were nice enough to go to one of my favorite places, yep. the, the boathouse. And then we're doing that again too, aren't we? We're going to all Joe's favorite places. In we're Disney going uh, nine times to the boathouse over the next three days. <laughs> Probably not. All right, let's wrap it up. Yes. Uh, how do people find us on Instagram to help out making the show? Our Instagram handle is at Money Friends Pod. That's also our Twitter handle. Please stay close to the stories and you can be part of the show and get a shout out like some of our friends did in this show. And you can learn more about the show and about some of our thought leader co-hosts as well by going to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. And one of those thought leaders is joining Bobby again tomorrow. I'll be back on Thursday. So on behalf of Bobby, I'm Joe. We'll see you next time back here at Money With Friends. Bye-bye. This show is created and hosted by Joe Saul Cihai and Bobby Rebel and is a joint venture of BRK Media LLC and Stacking Benjamins LLC, copyright 2020. Ryan Sini and Nicole Thornhill from Pro Podcast Solutions engineered this show and Ashley Wall is the producer. For a list of the thought leaders who appear on the podcast, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be a part of the show. As with anything, remember, you shouldn't take advice from any of us or other video or podcasts without first talking to your financial advisor and that the people in this episode are here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and we'll see you back here next time with another episode of Money with Friends.